Hello everyone. Good afternoon. Wait, 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 wait. It's the afternoon while I'm filming this. But let's start it from the top. Hello everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Tim Joseph, and I am your host. You are watching or listening to the Vivid Ascension Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for being here. So today's topic, relationship and identity. That's the topic for today. And I want to open us up with a question. The question is this. Who do you think you are? I'm not trying to be fresh. I'm not trying to give you attitude. Maybe trying to be a little bit spicy. But who do you think you are? Or who, excuse me, how are you viewing yourself? What identity have you embraced and accepted about yourself and what relationships do you have in your life or relationships have you formed in your life that you are using to confirm that identity or what relationships do you have in your life that are denying that identity failing to confirm the identity which you have accepted are you viewing yourself the way that the world views you? The way that others view you? Are you viewing yourself through the lens of possibly your trauma? Or are you viewing yourself through a Christ lens? What I mean by that is, are you viewing yourself in the same manner in which God views you through Christ? Because that is where our identity should be. Not in anything else, but through who we are, through Christ. When I was in college, quick story. Went to high school in Orlando, Florida, and I loved playing football. My dream was to play at the collegiate level. And thankfully, I had the opportunity to do so. I played Division Three football. So I left Orlando, Florida, and I went to St. Olaf College, Northfield, Minnesota, and I played D3 football. I was an outside linebacker, and my entire identity was wrapped up in football. I had even, in, in high school, my senior uh, and maybe my junior year of high school, I had developed this persona where I called myself that guy. I was Tim, that guy, Joseph. When I had Facebook, I was Tim, that guy, Joseph. And I was kind of, I was kind of cocky. And um, I really, and for athletes, you can argue that you need to develop some level of, maybe you have to be a bit overly confident in order to succeed. But when I look back, I didn't like the, the, the persona that I had adopted and accepted the identity I had accepted and my identity was completely wrapped up in football so here, here I am my freshman year and I'm making some waves I am getting playing time I'm traveling with the team I'm seeing the field I'm on special teams and I'm having such a great time and I'm feeling good and I'm thinking to myself yo Next year is my year. Next year, I'm going to get more playing time. 
next year I'm, I'm going to be able to make even more of an impact on the team, make even more of a name for myself. Before we had entered summer break, I was told that I would be moved from outside linebacker to middle linebacker. Now I'm five eight and a half, <laughs> and I was so afraid when the coaches told me. They said, "Timmy J, preacher man." That's that's what they called me, preacher man. We're moving you from the outside backer position to the middle backer position, and I felt as if I couldn't handle it. I thought I was two twenty five. Excuse me, I was 215 at the time, and I didn't think that I would have been able to make an impact. I thought I was too light, and I just, for some reason, went into the summer thinking to myself, hey, I need to gain more weight, and I need to be heavier, and I need to get bigger so that I can handle being a middle linebacker and handle those running backs that are running up the or running down the, the center and so that summer I barely did any cardio I lifted and I gained a lot of weight just over the span of a few months during the summer I came back I was 225 pounds I was heavy I was strong but I was slow and I was carry I was top heavy as well I was carrying so much weight that I was having lower back issues that got to the point where I just I couldn't play anymore. I, I quit. I quit the team after the season had ended. So here I am thinking that I would perform a lot better than I had performed my freshman year. Mind you, my identity is in football and my dreams were crushed. I didn't even get to play with the team. I became essentially, you know, a practice dummy. Uh, and not, not I don't want to that's harsh, but I was just a, a guy who would, I just practiced. <laughs> I just practiced. That's really, I didn't play the entire season. And I was so, and I was slow. So I was a worse player than my previous year. And I was just so crushed. I was just absolutely crushed because football was everything to me. And... It wasn't until I had reached a point where I realized, you know what? Even though I don't have football right now or anymore because I did quit, it's the same the same week that I had this epiphany was the same week that I actually quit the team. And I felt as if the Lord was telling me, no matter what, you're my son. And understanding that no matter whether I'm a good football player or not understanding that I am still a child of God and that is where I can find my identity and that is the relationship that can confirm my identity my relationship with God through Christ not my relationship with football because my relationship with football was making me feel as if I was a piece of crap it was making me feel as if I was horrible so I was feeling down. I was feeling depressed. I just, my level of, my self-esteem was so low. My confidence, my self-confidence was so low. I was just in a, a, not a good place. But it wasn't until I realized football is not the relationship that 
should be confirming my identity. And that's not where my identity should be wrapped up. And my identity should be in who I am with Christ. So I share this story to give an example. Maybe you have relationships, whether it is business related, work related, friendships, relationships with loved ones that have gotten to a point where maybe, yes, they're healthy and they provide their really healthy benefits to all of these things. But you don't want to reach a point where you are finding your identity through these relationships, because I promise you, you will eventually, if you have not already, get disappointed and get let down. We are human beings. We are imperfect. We will always make mistakes. We will always let people down. When you think about the person that you love the most or the people that you love the most in the world, I bet you've hurt them. And it was unintentional because that's how we are as human beings. And these relationships cannot be the source of our identity. The only relationship that can be and that should be the source of confirming who we are is our relationship with the Father through Christ. Because the Bible tells us a lot about how we should be viewing ourselves and who we are as believers. One, we understand that we're more than conquerors through Christ. We understand that we are co-heirs to the kingdom with Christ. We understand that we have been set free from the law of sin and death. We understand that we have been justified and sanctified through Christ. We have been redeemed through Christ. We have been blessed with the Holy Spirit. We are blessed going in and blessed going out. We are children of God, children of the Most High. We are a friend of Jesus, the King of Kings, the creator of heaven and earth. He looks at us and calls us friend. He looks at you specifically and calls you friend. We serve a father who longs for deep, deep intimate relationship with us. We serve and have the opportunity of knowing a God who will never fail us, never put us down, never make us feel as if we were contrary to who we truly are through Christ. The rest of the world wants us to believe that we are something or someone who we are not. The rest of the world wants us to believe and forget in fact or not even not even realize the power and greatness that is within us through christ the enemy knows how great you are <laughs> the, the enemy knows how special you are how unique you are how dangerous you are how much of an asset you are to the kingdom of god but he doesn't want you to know that or he wants you to remember it, excuse me, forget it as soon as you realize it. And that's why it's so important for us to constantly get into the word, to constantly get ourselves to remember the truth about who God says we are. So that's what I have for you today. So my question again, who do you think you are? How are you viewing yourself? Please make sure that you are 
finding the right relationship and choosing the right relationship to confirm your identity. And I hope that you are viewing yourself as a child of God, first and foremost. Everything else will flow and everything else will trickle. All these other relationships, all of these other aspects of who you are and these different special gifts and talents and everything that's unique about you is a gift and it's a blessing about it's a blessing from the Lord, but it's not your source. It's not the source of, of confirming your identity and confirming who you are. It shouldn't be. The source should always be your relationship with the Father. So make sure you're forming healthy relationships with every other thing in your life. It'll be good for you. So I'd like to pray for you. Lord, I thank you so much for my brother and my sister, God. And I ask that you lead them, guide them, and direct them. God, we thank you for your grace and your mercy, Lord. We thank you for your goodness, and we thank you for the gift of Christ. We thank you for the identity that we have been blessed with through Christ. We thank you that we are your children. We thank you that we have a friend in Jesus. We thank you that we are co-heirs to the kingdom. We thank you that we have blessed, been blessed with every spiritual gift and every spiritual blessing. Lord, we thank you that we have been justified through Christ. We thank you that we have been set free from the laws of sin and death. We thank you for the identity, the true identity that we find through Christ. And we thank you that we have been accepted by you, God, where relationships and interactions with, with, with work or, or, or personal friendships and personal relationships may make us feel as if we are lesser than God. You view us with such love and acceptance. You look at us, God, and you are proud. And I pray that we can all continue to remember this and continue to view ourselves in this same lens. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, and we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching. And I'll see you next time. Peace.